welcome to another episode of Global Gibberish. We have my good friend. He may not consider me a good friend, but I'm going to consider him a good friend, Max. Now I'm going to tell you why he's a good friend. As you've heard before, I had been traveling in South America, Colombia, and I'd been staying in this hostel called the Black Sheep Hostel. And I don't know, I can't even remember the day that Max came in, but I remember his presence bringing me so much joy. Here's why. I think Max is the one, like one of the types of people that they like act like they're shy, but they have a completely different personality. And I'm like, who is this kid? And I like loved it. And I, I think we were going out one night and I just was not feeling the vibe. I was not feeling the vibe. And so Max, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I appreciate you walking me back home. And oh yeah, for sure. oh, yeah you walked me back home. Um, and you were also my photographer for, for that night because I was totally feeling myself in my in my purple jumpsuit um, after playing the drums on the street. So I just appreciate your uh, kind-heartedness to walk me back home. So another drum session was special. Yeah, it was very special. I thought I was like, you know. Doing you were something. getting into it. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> okay, so enough from my introduction. I'm going to pass the mic over to you. If you had three words to describe yourself, which three words would you use and why? First off, big fan of the show. Thanks for having me on. Uh, <laughs> I'll do the three words now. Um, just as of my current self, because I feel like I'm changing a lot. Changed a lot in the last year. Changed since I met you. But right now, uh, ambitious. I'm searching. I'm searching right now. I'm like a searching person. Um, and I'm like very thoughtful guy. So I'm always thinking about, you know, my place in the world and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. That's three. There's there's three. You, that was actually, that was tougher than I expected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I challenge people to give me one <laughs> word because you actually have to think about it. Like you just can't pull that out of yeah. your head. You know what I'm saying? You kind of hit the ball in your own court mm -hmm. if you're willing to share with the listeners how have you changed over the years over this past year since i've met you yeah you met me black sheep i was traveling for nine or ten months at that point and that's a, a really long trip and it was never planned to be that long i was just enjoying it i never really wanted to go back but nine or ten months into it you start to get a bit tired and fatigued so i was kind of at a crossroads it's like i could keep traveling but I need to know what I'm doing. I can't just keep doing and, and stuff like that. So the thoughtfulness was like, I was just spending a lot of days just thinking about the future and stuff. And it was useful. And, and I feel more at peace now, a few months later, um, hopefully traveling again soon. Uh, so it's still about traveling. It's still kind of what I'm into, but I've had time to just kind of get to know what I want. And uh, a big part of it would just be getting comfortable like with the uh, with the chaos and being comfortable with uncomfortable situations and being comfortable knowing that like there's nothing i could do to like actually have everything completely structured and planned it's never gonna work like that so um yeah i've just spent a lot of time thinking about it and i still do think about it but i'm feeling better uh, i feel like i'll always be able to to travel if i need to travel and there's ways to do it cheap and there's always going to be options. So if I ever get stuck traveling, I can come back home. If I ever get stuck at home, I can travel again. Yeah. Getting comfortable with the chaos. Mm -hmm. 
what does that even mean? I I don't think it's common at all, but I think like after you finished high school, you go to college, you get a job, you get start a family, like a really typical life path and like having a plan with that, that's not chaotic. But I don't I think there's very few people that can do that. I think life is inherently chaotic and there's always shit hitting the fan. Can I swear on this show? You you just did, so it's too late. We don't do any editing out. <laughs> <laughs> You can be your most authentic self. (laughs) Yes, okay. I do swear sometimes for sure. Um, Yeah, so shit hits the fan all the time. Um, And I think things that make you happy, it's 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 sad at first, but it's it's kind of just part of the human experience. They're not going to keep you happy forever. You can have a nice little setup at home, working a job you like, and eventually, especially in my case, I feel like I get bored of something pretty fast so uh, embracing that you need change and i mean travel is a great way to change you're always seeing something new gotcha. and i'm sure you've heard like or i don't know have you heard this concept of like when we travel we're just escaping real life or reality what are what are your thoughts about that i feel like it's selling it short yeah that i wouldn't i wouldn't go like that i mean there's escapism involved with it but uh like people can do it as a lifestyle you work while you travel i don't know if you're home right now or you're traveling where are you at right now so right now um you just you just you touched on a lot and i'm like oh i can relate i don't want to do counter transference but since you asked me i am currently at my great grandmother's house she's no longer alive but this is where I, i i do the podcast um because i am now staying with my grandmother we found out that she had pancreatic cancer three days before i was supposed to leave and go to mexico and I didn't have a job, but I knew, you know, the $300, $400 that I had tucked away would last me a pretty good time in Mexico. Because like you said, there's ways for you to travel very cheaply. And I had given myself, you know, three months to find another another job. I am currently in Georgia. At first, it was hard. Like it was hard, one, getting adjusted to being back in the States. And then two... You know, getting this news and my plans just like flipped upside down. Mm, um, yeah. Community of friends, like all of that was different. So I like literally tried to like establish new routines, try to find a job, couldn't find a job. So it was just challenging. I had to definitely get comfortable with the chaos and like comfortable with the only thing that is constant. Well, two things that are constant to me is God and change. Change is always constant. Absolutely, you can you can seek it or you can run from it, but it's gonna happen. It's like I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you were traveling like nine months straight. Yeah, and it and I traveled a bit after we first met. I, I made it a whole year, like wow. over twelve months, like twelve twelve and a half months before I came home. Just glad to be back home. I was at first. I mean, it wasn't that I like was tired of traveling, but it was nice being home. It was nice family cats like just the comforts of home uh, i'm ready to travel again i have a problem with my passport right now i was going to get it renewed and i i didn't realize how long it would take so yeah i'm in the washington cold right now um i'm hoping to get the passport and travel soon oh to escape the the washington winters yeah that's that's part of it also i'm just getting antsy i i see instagram i see people traveling and then i get the fomo and i, 
I just want to go and travel as well. See, that's the that's been the like hardest balance between my travels. It's like I wanted to show the world, like this is what I'm doing, and then yeah. it was part of it that was like it felt like boasting. And then it felt like this competition, like drive. Like I see, I'm more so because I, I had to delete the account. However, I'm seeing people in Asia, and I'm like, bro, I gotta get to Asia. Like, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that where you're going? <laughs> I, my plan was to go to Europe. I wanted to meet a lot of the friends that I met traveling for a year, and and hostels. You know, it's, it's mostly Europeans that we're meeting, really. Uh, mm -hmm. So just tons of friends, like all over Europe, that I wanted to to meet with and stuff. Um, so that's still the plan, but Asia is more and more tempting as it goes, especially, I mean, it's going to be cold in, in Europe too, at least North Europe. Um, yeah, Asia is tempting. Uh, I was planning to save it for after Europe, but yeah. And I mean, like, tempting. a friend that I, he's in the UK and he was telling me that like, it might be cheaper once you're over in Europe, mm -hmm. um, to fly to Asia than it is like flying directly from the States to We'll see. I got to get a job first. I need to save us some money. Well, was the job you were working in Colombia? You're not doing that anymore? No, I needed, I literally needed to take a mental health break. And yeah, I took a mental health break in June. And I was hoping to go back to the same company in August, like start my own business. However, there was a non-competition agreement because I was working for a third-party company and I couldn't go back to them. So I was literally like, what the heck? Just down on myself like I should have I should have done more research but that was how I was you know funding my travel I was working while traveling I know when I met you you were looking for work how did like how did you make 12 months of traveling work yeah financially I mean that was just savings it was it was all savings I didn't end up working during the trip uh more than like a one-off thing here or there I was kind of trying to work to to keep myself busy to find something to do while I was traveling because I kind of want something different than just going to tourist sites every day after, you know, nine, 10 months of doing that. Um, but financially, I did it just by saving. I mean, I went through a decent amount of money, but like it was definitely worth it. It was the best year of my life. Like, how can I regret that? Like, it's worth just about any amount of money. And yeah, I've been working since I got back home last few months and, you know, got money again, I can think i can afford to travel europe europe's a bit expensive so yeah. we'll see how, how it goes yeah if it gets if i start learning low on money i can go to asia and and be cheap again there's always options right and i when you were just talking about i just saw on your face you got the biggest smile on your face when you said um the last year was the best year of your life what like memories come to mind it was such a long year so it's it's definitely like sectioned out like i think about each country kind of as their own experience but yeah colombia was the most recent so that's probably the freshest in my mind it's funny like mexico was just like mexico was the beginning of my trip and i had five months there and i still like i find myself forgetting stuff with mexico and it's like bang like it was a busy year but yeah so colombia was big I just loved Medellin, of course. That's where we were. I spent a lot of time there. I mean, I rented a motorcycle when I was on the North Coast. So I was driving along the coast and stuff. That was really fun. It wasn't like a, a thing that other tourists were doing. It was just something I kind of researched and figured out how to do myself. Mm. And I found I go riding a bike and I did all that and like all the logistics. And, and it was stuff I wouldn't have been able to do earlier in the trip because I didn't speak Spanish at the beginning. And by then I'd spoken enough Spanish that I could get by. So it was like self-driven. 
and that was it made even feel more accomplished or like a more rewarding i want to say because that was my second time going to columbia and it felt like a nice safe space for me to go like as a solo traveler and it's just hard to articulate to people back home like what that experience was especially like there's pros and cons about the black sheep (laughs) (laughs) however it felt like one big family yeah that was the most homey hostel i stayed at like eight or nine hostels in Medellin because like there would be full bookings and I was just there such a long time and like they never compared to Medellin like the black sheep like honestly most of them are those really fancy party hostels with a bar on the roof and everything now black sheep is just like good living back there yeah yeah and I and like I try to tell people when they come in on the weekends because you know I had been there for like two months well three months I was there for three months but I always tell people I was like when they come in I'm like you say you're going to leave this weekend. You're not going to leave this weekend. <laughs> I would advise you to go ahead and book because they're going to be out of space. Yep. Some of them took it. Some of yeah, them. Yeah, some of them didn't. I remember people would get kicked out every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to want to get kicked out every weekend. Yeah, it definitely happened to me a few times. <laughs> it, it was something special. And like, Hostel life was just so, I don't know, I, I try to also explain to friends back home. And people were just present, you know, just sitting. Like, I love being out at the dinner table and just eating and having a beer, you know, just, it just felt like family. You know, people are like, yeah. you with six, five other random guys, you know, because, you know, it's full of men. Five other random guys and you'll have a shower. And I'm like, yes. They're like my <laughs> like good morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning. <laughs> I just sleep. So we've heard about your travels. And even though global gibberish isn't just a space to talk about travels, you know me. We like to talk deep. I think the first night we <laughs> chatted, I pried in there. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the intent behind the podcast is when um i like to create space for people to have the opportunity to listen intently to respond consciously and to live more authentically now this platform is global gibberish because when i went to south america everything sounded like gibberish like unlike you i did not learn spanish the platform was a, a space to bring people from all across the world that may speak different languages, hopefully one day I'll speak another language, to bring to connect people from all across the world because I feel like we all share common human experiences. So it was a place to make sense of all the the gibberish in the world. And so the mission is to do those three things. How would you encourage someone from your experience to listen intently to respond consciously or to live more authentically if i can focus on the the live more authentically part um that to me definitely came stronger like on this last year when um the more you can ignore the thought in your head that's wondering what people think about you the better and and the the more authentically you live life there's there's just no reason to to lose any stress over what people are thinking about you and that'll just hold you back and it's not really what they're thinking about you that's holding you back it's your own mind worrying is what's holding you back 
And I think the bottom line is people don't think about you nearly as much as you do because people are worried about themselves. And then when they do, it's not something you have any control over. And it, it's just not something you should stress about. And it's easier said than done. It'll be gradual, but it'll go hand in hand with, with living happier, more authentically, being yourself for sure. Wow. So as we close, I have one other question for you. Yep. How's, how's, your, how's your heart? <laughs> my heart is is pretty full pretty happy a bit confused um overall pretty good though uh yeah i i, I felt a lot of love this last year just meeting awesome people that were really nice and um i want to get back out there i want to see some of these people in person but just checking in on the phone every now and again and and all that like i do feel the love like and these memories that we made, like throughout the trip, all the different things you you do with people. I mean, all those will flash back to me in, in ten years and twenty years. I'll I'll remember this trip forever. Like it's always going to be something special. That that makes my heart feel pretty full. Well, Max, thank you so much for sharing. I love how you created space for what we started out in the beginning of the interview of being content with the chaos. So many people would. I mean, if I were to take it at face value to hear your heart's full, but confused, like mm -hmm. how does that, oh, yeah. how does that relate? And yet I see you holding the dissonance that the world tells us that those two can't coexist. Oh yeah, they can. I think so. Yeah. You see you holding that. Yeah, I think you nailed it. It's a process. If I if I thought that at 23 years old, I'm going to figure out like figure out life and I like, guess not going to happen, but um if I can just make peace with not knowing all the answers. And I know some things, I know some things that make me happy. Uh, it, it's it's like how, I, how I've been so happy this last year through doing that. Well, I'm gonna encourage you to keep putting your best foot forward. Um, I am proud of you. And I hope to run into you again on the road. And if yeah. you uh, know that our encounters hold a special place in my heart, so. Okay. Me too. I feel the same. All right. Thank you so Take much. Take care of the little kitties. <laughs> Thank right, you. I'll holler at you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.